It's Ife Chooks at this way and you are listening to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. So here is the real mystery. How do working women like us, who know deep down that we are made for more, we desire to make God proud but always end the day with no time or energy for ourselves, talk more of betting the more in us. How do we know this more? How do we profitably bet our dreams, our callings and our passions without breaking down, without losing our sanity, our homes or our jobs, at least for now? That is the glaring question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ife Chuksadizwe and you are welcome to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. Good evening, um, Mrs. Kende. Actually, everyone calls you KWO. That's quite interesting. <laughs> KWO, I really liked it. So, good evening, KWO. I hope you don't mind I call you that. That's right. Um, That's right. Welcome to the Uncommon Woman um, podcast. Uh, we're super excited to have you. Um, as you know, we work with career women or women that, you know, working women that want to birth the more in them. They, they have dreams. Sometimes they know that they are made for more, but they just don't know what it is. Sometimes they've had like dreams or instructions, but they just haven't gotten around to do it. Um, so we want to share stories of women that are currently doing that. Um, it's also a faith-based um, organization. So it's also like women that are Christians that are growing in their careers you know, um, fulfilling purpose and doing it well, even though they are wives and moms at the same time. Um, so welcome again. Thank you so much for, for joining us. So um, could you just introduce yourself? Who is uh, Mrs. Kende Olomojobi, KWO? Thank you very much. And it's a pleasure being here. Um, an honor to be on your show. Um, my name is Kende Olomojobi. I'm fondly called KWO. People ask me, what's KWO? So the W there stands for my husband's first name. His first name is Wally. So it's KMB Wally Olomojobi. So I carry him everywhere I go. (laughs) That's KWO. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say I'm a child of God. Uh, I believe I was birthed for a purpose and um so when i when i introduce myself i first of all let them know um who i am i'm a child of god mm-hmm. i'm an ordained minister i'm an author mm-hmm. uh, i have a book uh, memoirs of a millionaire uh, you know mm-hmm. and that book is just uh, just chronicles a few things about living financially free uh, it's on mm-hmm. amazon and um, on Akada books i mean the physical copies are available in a few bookshops i'm an author I'm a trained um, cognitive behavioral therapist. I'm a certified life coach. I'm an investment banker by career. I've been in investment banking for about 24 years. Um, I I love everything that has to do with women, women empowerment. I'm not a feminist, I'm not. I believe so much in the scriptural role of a woman, um, both in the home and the society. I'm a mother of three beautiful, I call them my angels. Um, uh, and I've been married to my husband for 20, 20 years and I've known him for 22 years. Um, the things that make me happy are just advocacy, fighting for people, fighting for women. Um, I love to see people around me enjoy life because life really is about being enjoyed, not endured. 
I call myself an empathetic person. I'm not, mm. I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not someone who is sentimental. No, mm. I'm empathetic to the extent that I can easily find myself in other people's shoes. Mm. At times when I feel so, so taught by people's, um, um, life, I cry. When I watch movies at times, I cry. That's how empathetic <laughs> I am. I, I just, I'm able to situate myself in people's, mm. people's lives. Uh, I'm from a family of eight. Uh, my parents are professors, intellectuals. I grew up in a university environment. So I grew up seeing, walking through the campus, seeing faculty of this, faculty of that. Mm -hmm. I, I, my neighbors were, my neighbors were children of professors or PhD holders. So I, I grew up in an intellectual back, with an intellectual background, um, both in the home and the society that I grew up in, in the University of Ibadan. So um, I'm an economist. I, I have a BSc in economics um, from, which used to be called Undo State University at Duikiti. I think it's now University of Duikiti or something. The name has evolved over the years. Uh, and that's my, uh, my, where I had my BSc. And I have um, some series of master's degrees. I have two MBAs and I have an MSc in finance. From the University of Leicester in the UK, my my first MBA is from the Federal University of, of Technology at Kure. Uh, that was in two thousand and two, and then I decided to have a, a world class MBA. You know, having deepened my investment banking experience and someone who is aspiring to to be of global relevance, I went back for another MBA yeah. in the yeah. University of Bangor, Wales, also in the UK. Um, and I have quite a number of certifications around my investment banking experience. Um, but more importantly, I know who I am and that's mm. my identity. I know my purpose, you know, why I'm here. And more importantly, I know I have Christ in me, the hope of glory. So I'll just stop there and yield the floor back to you. Thank you. I was just, I was just smiling all through, first of all. <laughs> I was just smiling all through. And then as you were talking, I know I stumbled on your profile months ago. <laughs> oh. And as you were talking, I was like, oh my God, I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> you definitely did not make a mistake. You know, uh, when you were talking about empathy, I am also, I'm, I'm an empath. Like it is so bad. If somebody is in a particular situation, I can feel the person's pain. So I, sometimes I will start crying with the person. <laughs> so I have to remind myself that, you know, both of you crying together won't solve the situation. How can you help this person? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Wow. That was a very, very interesting um, introduction. As a young girl, did you ever dream of being where you are right now? Growing ah, up, ah, my sister. Growing up, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't believe God shows you the entire picture at once. True, true. But I think one thing I had going for me was a level of confidence. One thing I had going for me was a can-do spirit. One mm. thing I had going for me was just being positive about my life. So even as a young girl, I always believed that my, I, I, had, I had greatness in me. And mm. I think it's, it's one of the things my parents actually instilled in the, in the eight, eight, eight of us. We, we mm. have seven siblings. Um, they just made us comfortable in asking 
they made us understand that you have you have you, you can be anything you can be everything mm. so that confidence was there that um uh, i don't know how to put it i grew up in a, in a home where you you could just dream big dream wide allow yourself yeah we were nurtured to believe that you are you can the best you know this this book about the art of war you know yes yes yes. so we were just pushed out there into the world believing that we can conquer everything i don't know how my parents did it and and so Mm -hmm. did i see myself did i see myself in where i am today i need to be sincere with you the things I've seen about myself, I'm not there yet. Hmm. So yes, I may not have seen it at that time, but I believed it. Hmm. And then I became more conscious of what I wanted to be when I went through my life coaching session. And we oh, wow. took a, a visioning class. In that visioning hmm. class, we were asked to close our eyes and envision 10 years away. And that mm. class was 2021, 2022 years ago. Okay. Think 10 years, think 20 years, think of your 60th birthday, think of your mm-hmm. 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. And that basically has given me pictures true. in my mind. And once I can see it, I believe I can have it. True. Very, very true. Very, very true. Wow. And then, you know, you were talking about, you know, you're an investment banker, you have um, an MSc, I think you have two MBAs. Um, and the question is, what was driving you to, to get more, to learn more? Is it because you grew up in a university environment or what were you seeking? Because obviously I've seen it translating the growth in your career, but what was driving you? What was driving me um, basically was one, I needed to get busy with things. I'm not a party person. Mm-hmm. Um, so even nurturing the children and I, I don't like being idle yes the university environment my parents pedigree may have had a part in it but okay. I, for my career it was me envisioning the next role the next job and preparing mm-hmm. myself for it amazing 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 you know so this that is something that, that a lot of people don't really do because I, I was I was thinking about it the other day. A couple of women that you know, um, I come on, women. They always we always say, "Oh, we want the next level. We want the next level." But sometimes people don't prepare themselves for that next level. So um, this is really, really, really apt. So in all this, while you're doing all this, you're married, you're raising children. How did Aurora with KWO, Aurora Financial Literacy Hub, Aurora Juniors yeah. Club, how did all that just, how did it come? How did it start? Okay. Aurora started about two years ago. Um, people ask people things about 10 years old. Aurora started two years ago. I agree ago. with I you. Think I thought it was like 10 years old because of the yeah, number of things you've got. <laughs> yeah, with the outreach we had today, I had to tell somebody, our first outreach was two years ago, you know, and it's like, it's like 10 years. So how did Aurora start? Aurora started in the, in the thick of COVID. Hmm. Started in the thick of COVID where I saw people, colleagues, professional colleagues, family hmm. members, acquaintances, they were dead broke. Hmm. People had to reach out for lifelines. Hmm. People some some lost loved ones just because they couldn't buy oxygen at the at, at you know at isolation camps 
some could not self-medicate because of money because in a crisis period my sister cash is king cash is king and yes so he brought the awareness that many people are living having good jobs but they don't have they didn't have emergency funds they didn't plan for uncertainties some didn't have health insurance some don't have you know and they had to go up are borrowing even though some had landed properties some were homeowners but he didn't have cash so and they will reach out and i will help to the best of my ability i was also conserving my own war chest at that point in time nobody yeah. knew how long nobody knew how long it would last <laughs> yes and then the the toll gate massacre happened you know everything was rolling back to back nobody knew how long we'll stay at home so I said, okay, during this period, I'm going to use this time to educate people. And, you know, someone reached out to me. He, funny enough, he's, he's, he's passed on now. UK, Ubon King, he, he had a radio station. And he gave me yes. a voice. He gave wow. me a platform, you know, where I could speak for one hour every day. No, it started from every other day, every week. He said, Kelly, we want to hear more of you. It became every other day. And it almost became every day before he passed on to glory. Wow. And I would use that radio platform, you know, to speak about finance tips, money saving tips, you know, like that. And as I was doing that, those those recordings, he would yield them to us because mm. we, were, we were quite a lot of people, but I was in the money space. I was one talking about money. And then I will take those podcasts, uh, sorry, those recordings, and then transcribe them into words and post mm -hmm. them on LinkedIn, Instagram, wow. Facebook. You know, I didn't, I didn't do Twitter. And people started reaching out to me, most especially on LinkedIn, professionals, bankers, yeah. HR executives, and they will say, Ken, they need to mentor me. And I, I hadn't gone for a professional life coaching uh, certification, so I couldn't call myself a coach. So all I would do was, okay, I have a WhatsApp. So I told my twin sister, I said, people are reaching out to me, over 10, 20 people on LinkedIn. What do I do? She said, now that all of us are at home, use WhatsApp now, put up mm. a WhatsApp group. And before I knew, we came with 175. Wow. Yes. And we're still on that platform today. And I would throw things at them very early in the morning. I would give them budget templates. I would give them assignments. Oh and that was how Aurora grew. And then I found out that there was also a lacuna in transferring wealth. If you look at the, the Nigerian businesses that we have now, you can mm. hardly see second or third generation businesses. Yeah. Once the once the, the fourth generation passes on, those That's businesses it. die. Yes. So the children also need to have learn money habits. They mm. need to learn how to grow wealth, transfer, so we can have generational wealth. And that was how like the Aurora's Juniors Club. And it was just about catching them young. And I had the first webinar there yeah, for the children. Also during COVID, I had over 64 children register. And we had that session where I took the children for three hours, you know, on different things around money based on their ages. So from five to 18 years. And I broke them into um, different Zoom rooms and I took all of them. And that was how that club started. I said, okay, let me start an Instagram page for the Juniors Club. Now, that was Aurora with KWO. Now, the Financial Literacy Hub had to be registered with CAC. So, it's a it's a fully registered organization okay. under the Corporate Affairs Commission. And the whole idea was to have, to be able to do the things I'm doing formally. So, when I have schools invite me to come and talk, I'm not just talking, I'm talking as a certified coach. I'm talking mm -hmm. as an investment 
banker and I'm talking under the platform of a registered organization. So we had the financial literacy hub and before we know it, we are in movements. I call my, I call them the tribers. They are members of my tribe. We have the same values around money. We understand money and money looks good on us. So I'm so there. proud of you. As I'm having goosebumps as you are talking. <laughs> you know why? I was yeah. yesterday. So my first son is um, 13. He just came back mm. from school. So yesterday, mm. I just I just called him and I said I wanted to talk to him. Money is something you need to master. I was telling mm. him. Mm. I said money is something you need to master. I have made money, but I have also mm. lost money. Absolutely. And I need to master it now because I did not learn on time. Mm. Yeah. And I started yeah. opening up YouTube to videos that you know, which was so funny. In my career, um, I took a year off at a point where my second son wasn't talking. And when mm. I took that year off, I was like, oh God, I should have just resigned, da da da. Long story short, I took mm. the year off and I could come back to work. So when it was four months, you know this is our government law about when it is four months, you yeah. Back some yes. of so the day was four months. I was just being naughty, honestly. And I was like, ah, oh, God, man, if I had resigned, we should be able to have gotten 25% of my pension. I was calculating it. And you know what the Holy Spirit told me? He said, there was one money I used to contribute when I just got married. Maybe this was like, oh. it was a long time ago. And he reminded mm. me of that money. It was 70,000 then. Wow. And he said, if you were doing that 70,000, every month because i did for three months and i stopped if you were mm. doing it for every month you would have had much more than this money absolutely i almost entered the ground <laughs> mm. Mm. like when i it was like a resetting for me he made me yeah to, your eureka moment <laughs> oh my god i i felt i felt he made me go through joseph and then you know talking about um um, the, the, the farming, the seven years. The farming, the seven years, yeah. And told me I should calculate, even if it's 100, 100, 100 bags every year, mm. I can keep mm. 20 for seven years, that's 140 bags. Yeah. That means in a year yeah. they were eating 80 bags. That mm. means in seven years of farming, they ate 140 bags. Okay. They were, they were eating in the last seven years, 80 times seven, that's 560. Mm. And meanwhile, yeah. they still had enough to sell. Oh, look, my to eye sell cleared. to my, people. My yeah. eye cleared. My eye cleared. Oh, God. So I was talking. <laughs> so I really, oh, no, no, no. As in, as we were talking, it, it was just, it's very interesting because there are quite a number of people and all of us are saying, oh, I want to end more. I want to end more. It's beyond yeah. ending more. If you yeah. can't keep it or you can't multiply it, you know, forget it. Forget it, yeah. Forget it. So, as you were doing this, because that was COVID, 175 people on a WhatsApp group. I've managed WhatsApp yes. by being away from it. Yeah. <laughs> 64 children in a webinar, your full-time yes. job, your yes. home, your children. Yeah. How, were you, yes. how were you managing it all? Okay. So, one of the things I also learned very early is that time is the only thing God has given man uniformly. Same 24 hours, irrespective of the time zone. Yeah. It's the same 24 yeah. hours. Every other, other thing, God has not given it equally. Is it height? Is it weight? Is it uh, color? Is it uh, intellect? I like the weight part. Is yeah, it wisdom? <laughs> it's not equal. But you see that time, is everybody's 24 hours the same? So I, I, I look at how to stretch time, how to maximize time. I don't 
I hate time wasters. <laughs> so yeah. during that time, I know when to be a mommy, a mother. No, let me start with being a wife, mm. you know? So, okay, let me break it down. My life is in compartments and every compartment is, is important. It's as important mm. as the other. Mm -hmm. But I know when to bring out each compartment. I know when to bring it. So I have different alter egos. So I'm a mother, I'm a professional, I'm convener Aurora, I could, I'm, I'm my husband's girlfriend. You understand what I mean? So I'm, I'm different. I'm, di I'm, I'm, I'm in church doing what I need to do in church. So mm. I'm, I'm, I'm different. I'm a different person at different times. And none of those things overlap. However, I've also learned to multitask. Hmm. So I've been at a webinar. My daughter was, was with me at a point in time um, at home after her, 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 work, her work. And I was running a webinar and I was cooking. <laughs> so so I, would, I would give them assignments, rush into the kitchen, turn mm -hmm. the amala and come back again and still mm -hmm. continue my class effortlessly. She was just looking at me. <laughs> and by the time I was finishing the class at 10, the whole family had had dinner and my kids were washing up the plates. Wow. And she did not stop that webinar. You understand? So I think so, I'll just say that I've learned how to task and mm -hmm. also stretch time. But that's what we all have equally. You were talking and about then, you had two events in Radisson. How yes. did you manage it? So I had two events in Radisson Blue. A friend was launching a book and the other person invited me for a virtual uh, webinar for 47 mm -hmm. minutes, 45 minutes. So I got to the other, the first one in good time, settled in. The program was on course. I'd hinted the late my dad, my friend, that I will leave at so so and so time for 47 minutes and I'll be back just before you launch your book onto the stage. So I took a, 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 a in the lobby at Radisson Blue, I took my webinar. Immediately it was 47. I told them at that webinar, I have another session running not going on concurrently. I'll take five questions. I stuck to but when I was entering the hall back. My friend was calling us, myself and some other people, onto the stage to launch her book and, you know, that fireworks, whatever. And yeah. I was there. I didn't miss out on it. By the time I got on LinkedIn the following Monday, both of them were referring to me. <laughs> program at the same time, I, you know what? I got linked both of them together. And I said, I've been able to, it was a pleasure being able to serve both of you at the same yeah. time. And people are sending me DMs on, on LinkedIn to say, that was phenomenal because the people that were in the other session didn't know I was in that my friend's program. Mm -hmm. And when I stepped out, they didn't know I, the other people didn't know I went for a webinar, you know. And that's how I couldn't say no to both of them. I got in there to just find a way to, to just manage it. And it's the same thing with us as human beings. God has given us power. God has given us grace. So if you need to tap into the grace, you tap into it. And then let people understand some of your values. I don't waste time. So time is precious to me. And I try to maximize it and use it well. So in juggling motherhood, career, uh, ministry, uh, calling, purpose, I won't leave out the God factor. I yes. won't leave out the God factor. Yeah. Because, he, you know, God just gives some people grace. So I'll say right now, I'm just basking in that grace and enjoying it. And I'm using it to the fullest. 
Well Thank done. You. Well done. Well done. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. And uh, I was going to actually ask that, you know, in managing all of them, you know, what are challenges that you have faced? But I just really love the way that you talked about, you know, just having value for your time. You know, if you have value for time, then you're able to do a lot more, a lot more in the time that you have than, you know, what people would ordinarily see. Um, Now, when it comes to your career and then these different things you do, have you ever seen a or ever gone through a situation or experienced a situation or been exposed to a situation where you've, it's affecting work or how do you manage? And if yes, how do you manage that? Yes. um, I won't shy away from saying that. Either one, either the career or the home or the children or the calling or the purpose affects one another. Yes, that's the reality. So you should know when to back down which one. And that's why you need to know what to prioritize per time. You see, God will God will not give you, give you too many balls to juggle at the same time. So for example, the last time I entered a classroom for a master's program was 2016. I've put in for my PhD now and I've de- delayed it for the last uh, uh, almost three years now. I mm. want to go back. But there are yeah. other things on my plate. Mm. And I know that there are some certain things that are on my plate that I will be able to ease out very soon and be able to take on that other big thing I want to do. And how do I intend to do this? You need to get to that stage where you know where you need help. So, and that's where structure comes in. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And that's where structure comes in. So, mm-hmm. I'll speak about Aurora, for example. Aurora is not a one-man show any longer. It has become mm. a structured platform. So, we have people working for Aurora. We have people managing the social media pages. We have mm-hmm. people who are volunteers. So, by the time it gets to a level where it is a... It is properly manned, fully, fully, uh, fully structured. I can take up another assignment. You yeah. understand? So mm-hmm. you must know what is priority at each point in time, so you don't experience burnout or you are suboptimal in mm. what you're doing. So because what is what doing is what doing well. So sure. how do I balance this? Is about knowing what what to what to do at each point in time, what to prioritize. There are some other areas of my life that people don't know anything about. And that's because those areas, for me, it's not time to launch them out. So when the time comes, certainly some other areas will go into the background. Because you can't be everything. You'll burn out, you know. And that's why at times, if I don't feel like posting, uh, because, for example, my LinkedIn page, nobody manages it for me. That's a professional page. That's my voice in the professional space. If I don't have anything to post, I don't post for two weeks. I don't post for days. And if I have something to come, something to post, I post. The days I don't post, that means some other areas. It can, it can be work, it can be the home, or it can be my health. Demanding for your attention. Exactly. Yeah, so just know which one to give attention to at each point in time. And I think you do a good job uh, being able to juggle life uh, very well. Interesting. You know, when I, my story is very interesting. So I've always just like, I've always been a career girl. I never felt I could do business. And then somewhere, like 10 years ago, um, I started a business, which was like an idea that was dropped. Um, And then I remember that after I came, 
I started getting like more instructions, you know, write a book, do this. Mm. I'm like, God, how am I supposed to do all these things? Like <laughs> my head is full. Mm. And exactly what you said, you need to learn to automate those things that he has given you, put in place yeah. structures that allows it to run with minimal physical intervention from you. So if it's hiring people, setting, let them know what needs to be done. Absolutely. From, from me handling the client tasks myself every day, you know, it got to a point where I would go to the office only on Saturdays because I had a separate office for my business. I would go only on Saturdays. So on Saturdays, I wouldn't even go and the business would still be running, you know. So that yeah. is really very, very key. Putting in place structures, automation. How do I get this to run without me? Knowing what is your core and you own it. Like you said, like, for example, your LinkedIn is your voice. So I want yes. to do that. So yeah. really, really, there was something that you mentioned that I was going to, I was saying I was going to come back to it. I know you talked about when the COVID and people started reaching out and you were yeah. like, oh, I don't, you didn't, you were not a certified coach. So you didn't know, yeah. you couldn't call yourself a coach then. And then yeah. you were talking about how when schools invite you, you would go as a certified coach and then an investment banker. So in that space of, well, two years, you've become certified. You yes, are, you are on the roll. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I need. Mean, I became certified. I wrote a book. I wrote my wow. first book. I became mm -hmm. certified, and I went on to become a certified cognitive behavioral therapist. Because you see, we are functions of our experiences. We are functions of our past. Hmm. So I also needed to know why I was behaving the way I was behaving, and how I could behave and help other people understand why they're behaving the way that they're, they're behaving. So you see somebody who has a millionaire in one week, the person has blown the money. And you're mm. asking the you couldn't save? You, why you, so it's a function of the person's behavior and behavior is, is, is learned over time. So mm. what happened in the person's past that is making the person treat money that way? You understand? Mm. And then you see somebody mm -hmm. else who is very rich and they can't live a good life. They're living a miserly life. It's a mm. function of behavior. That person may have been deprived in the past. That person may have been swindled in the past and the person can't let go of money. Mm. Money is a spirit. Money should be sent on errand. Money is an enabler. Money must not control anybody. So I need mm. to do all those notifications so I can have, I can have authenticity around my story. Mm. I can have it's around the things I'm teaching. And that's why it's always good to have certifications so I can actually talk authoritatively and also learn. Because the things that I felt I knew, I learned more when I became a life coach, you know, and I was mm -hmm. I, I could think more about money and psychology of money and all those other things, which yeah. made me more authentic with my message. So huh. yes, everything happened what to me. What would you say to someone, you know, I, I work with plenty of women and women have a knack for, well, not just women, individuals, human beings have a knack for pulling up excuses at every point in time. So A did it because A has a rich father. B did it because B lives in. So what would you say to someone who's thinking now, ah, well, this woman likes book, man. Does it mean that everything will be fine? <laughs> How am I going to be able to do this? It just looks like, no, this is a book kind of thing. Like, I must. Mm. what would you say to that person right now? Just do you. Not everybody will have 
10 three master's degrees, write a book, uh, have a thriving career. The thing, one of, the, one of the things that everybody needs to understand is, who are you? Who are you? And that's your identity. And then what are you called to do, which is your purpose? So someone else may not have all, all the things I have in terms of academic qualifications and still be a formidable force in the space I'm working. I know so many mm -hmm. coaches who don't have half of my educational background or achievements and they're doing phenomenally well. They're, or they also have communities they're mentoring. They also have, they're even charging. Okay, by the way, all right, it's a free platform. We don't charge, you know, oh, to join wow. our platform. I give this out free. That. Yeah, I give this out free. So, and they don't, so I don't think is it, everybody should just do you, just do you. Mm. And that's why your message must be authentic. You must, you must understand, you must know it. It must be authentic. You must be convinced about it. And mm. I can always assure you that when God, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies yeah. the world. So do you walk within your own circle, believe in what you have, use what you have well. I also don't believe that if you don't use what you have well, it will be multiplied. You must use what you have, no matter how small, use yeah. it. And then it, it may or can be multiplied. I think, I think my starting point was just to get on that WhatsApp group without those, those certifications and still do what I needed to do. You understand, yeah. which was a little yeah, waiting. Yeah, instead of waiting, the little, and then I got insight into how to make the little better. And then there, there was multiplicity. So I think mm -hmm. my advice would be don't be intimidated, just do you, just do you and start. Start. Wow. start. Wow. So interestingly, the next question I was going to ask you was to tell us more about the Aurora platforms. Is it free? Is it paid? What exactly can yeah. people yeah. expect? You know. Okay. And then, okay. so since you said it was free, I think I'll ask a question. What drove your decision for it to be free? Okay. What drove my decision to make the Aurora Financial Literacy Hub free? Mm. I think everything I have has been given to me by God. It is intellect, it is wisdom, it is the experiences I've had around money. So I don't believe, I don't believe um, I shouldn't be able to give it out free. And, you know, because it's free, I can control my time on that platform i can control content what i can give out hmm. because i'm not under any obligation so freely was it given freely do i give it out hmm. so if it's a paid platform i i owe people there an obligation and you know i also have a thriving career in the banking mm -hmm. subsector and i don't want a clash of interests a conflict okay interest. yeah because it's potentially yeah, so, going to be a conflict yes yeah, so uh, and then so I wake up in the morning, on a Monday, for example, I send out what I need to say. I might not talk again until Friday. Mm. <laughs> and mm. you have the you have the admins doing their work and just, and these are all volunteers. Let, let me also shock you. The admins are not paid. Wow. They all work for Aurora free of charge. They are seasoned professionals. Some are in the hospitality. I have one of my admins who is the head of HR of a leading hospitality company in Nigeria is a, a, a big hotel in Lagos here. Wow. You know, I have someone else who works for an investment firm, you know, here in VI and he's just there as a volunteer. So I have volunteers. I have another person in the food and beverages. He's also a volunteer and they just sold their time. That's so 
because I think because they've seen KWO do it free, they mm -hmm. also so they're just lying yes. and they just give it out free. So they're not under any compulsion. They're not if I don't hear from them in five days, I can't hold them to I can't say, ah, where are you? Mm. We are all doing it free of charge. One of the things I, I will say is a con one of so the, the pros, the pros is that people enjoy it. The cons is that people don't appreciate it. So because once you don't pay for people don't appreciate. So mm. at times I feel discouraged. At times I feel, do I need to go on? Do I do I should I just take them off? Last mm. last month, for example, I took the platform we had going to about 180 and mm -hmm. I pulled it down to 140. <laughs> I put people out. And I said, You all are yeah. monitoring spirits. You don't comment. <laughs> there are etiquette around being in the in the WhatsApp group. Once in a while, I make a comment. Show an emoji, so you can't be. I don't want dead weight, so I remove force. I'm going ah, so now you rapture. Hey, KW, what's happening? <laughs> Guess what happened? The remaining 143 or so they all sat up, yeah, and the yeah. engagement was just so nice and, and, and encouraging. And yeah. so it's not paid for, and I think it's just, I guess that's 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 where I am right now with my mm -hmm. calling and my purpose. I don't feel led to charge for now. Yeah. don't don't worry don't worry it's a it's a journey i remember yeah. when i started um share virtual city it was purely free i was doing trainings everything mm -hmm. and then i had the all these my eureka moments <laughs> um and one of the things that came through was there were people that could pay but i wasn't um charging them so they were not appreciating it but this was like almost like after two years or so it took a while you know and it's so interesting because god has a funny way of working with us so at that right. point and i put a course that was paid and then there was still like the free master classes and things like that then during covid you know one of the things he asked me to do was a facebook group and in that facebook group it was free every right. week i was teaching every week i was teaching and right. we grew to almost five thousand people on the group this was 2020. Wow. And when 2020 ended, it felt like something in me just like this is done. Mm. And I was like, God, uh -uh, I can't. And it, I was, and it was so funny because I'm, I'm not someone that does like long. I like short, short things. You know, you do it two weeks, three weeks, we're done. Or mm. you know, one month we're done. Max three months. So, so the commitment to run a Facebook group for one year, mm. I had a community manager who got honestly just brought and was helping me. But that commitment, every week I would train, almost every two months, we would do like a challenge. If it's not your health, it's about your business idea, your purpose, your marriage, your children. It was buzzing. And 2020 finished and it was like, you are done. Mm. I'm like, just like that. <laughs> and honestly, guess what? I kept it for the whole of 2021 because I couldn't believe that. I, sh I was just supposed to cut it off like that. Mm, mm. Nothing major happened in 2021. Tw all the major breakthroughs and testimonies and stories all happened in 2020. Oh, yeah. So when we got to the end of 2021, I was like, okay, God, I get it. It's fine. And then I, I closed it. So okay. I think it's just times and seasons and just being in tune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, those are the words. Times and 
yes there's no there's no pressure oh thank you so so much i have really really enjoyed talking to you like really really enjoy talking to you so if someone wants to join um the aurora uh, financial literacy club how does one go about because i know we've talked about money and money is something that a lot of people really need to fix how can that person find aurora literacy club and benefit from it okay so you can find us on instagram and just click on the link on the bio it takes okay. you to i think a wait list or straight to the whatsapp group or something uh so i'll check again but you can either send us a dm on instagram or okay. click on the link on the bio uh, it takes you to a landing page where you get the link to the whatsapp group and then you join like i said it's a it's a free platform and then we are, everybody's welcome to join us Okay. So if you're able to join, just send a DM mm -hmm. with, your, with your WhatsApp enabled number, and then we can take it up from there. Okay. So for everyone listening, interested in joining Aurora Financial Literacy Hub, just check on Instagram, send a DM, check the check the link first of all, and see if there's a way to join. And then if that's not there, even if it's there, just send a DM. Uh, yeah, I will go and look for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have one last question okay um actually two you had mentioned i was going to ask you are there times where you get tired and what do you do how do you get over it but you also mentioned that sometimes you just get frustrated or tired how do you get over it okay how, how do i get over it i just remember where i'm coming from hmm. my sister <laughs> life is a journey i know where i'm coming from i wish i had gotten all this knowledge when mm. I started my career 24 years ago, uh, everybody has their eureka moment. Everybody has their timing when they wake up and there's a reset. So I won't stop because if I stop, it might just be somebody's eureka moment. Mm. So I just mm. keep at it. I just keep at it. That's serious. That's serious. So that's what keeps me going. Wow. That's very true. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, any last words for any woman listening? Maybe she's a, most likely a career woman, and she's she knows that maybe there's something in me that I want to better. People are coming to have, like in your case, people are coming to have asking for a solution to something that she seems to have, but she's afraid to just take the next step. Or she's, you know, what what would you say to that woman? Okay. So I'll say to you, woman, you're not here by accident. I'll say to you, there is a reason why you're here and you are more than enough. My mm. advice again would be just that. Do it afraid. Mm. Another advice I would give that I wish someone had given when I was younger was that Everything you need to thrive on earth, you already have it. Okay. Even the Bible says There's greatness so. in you. You are not second fiddle to anyone. You are unique and you have a unique message. So don't try to be like any other person. Just be you. I think one of the things I, I've learned over time is just to be me. And so if you see me in the house, you see me at work, you see me anywhere, you, you are gonna, you're going to get the real deal at this point in time. So mm. just be you. Just be you. And let me also quickly say, 
be happy with yourself first and foremost look in the mirror and just be happy with what you're saying it may not be perfect you see the reason why i'm saying this is that is that nobody owes you happiness and nobody will freely give you happiness it starts from you so put tell me why am i so confident i am happy with who i am and how god has made me hmm. and because i'm happy you can only just give me additional happiness and because i control my happiness you cannot tune it off or on mm. it is mine i control it if every woman can understand that nobody owes them anything they would work on their inner selves and develop a willpower to be as phenomenal as god would want them to be mm. so it starts and ends with you woman i'll stop there wow. Thank you so, so much, KWO. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we have been listening to Mrs. Kende Wale Olomojobi. She's a wife, a mom, investment banker. She's uh, the founder of Aurora Activities, which is all around financial literacy. So Aurora Financial Literacy Hub that has Aurora Junior School of so many things. Uh, she's a minister. I mean, she's absolutely the uncommon woman. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing and really, you know, and being very, very real and relatable. Thank you so, so much. Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so excited. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you too. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Woman podcast. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. If you have any questions at all in becoming an Uncommon Woman, please do share with me and I'll be happy to talk about it in subsequent podcast episodes. What if I could show you the simple yet powerful secrets of the world's greatest Uncommon Woman? For free, would you be interested? Then do go to bit.ly slash U-W-S-K-I-T to get your own copy today. You would also get the first chapter of the Uncommon Woman book for free. So that is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash U-W-S-K-I-T, all in caps lock. So caps U, caps W, caps S, caps K, caps I, caps T. So go there and then you can download your own for free. 